What's up, Internet? It's Big Bad Voodoo, and in case you've been stuck on Military Island all week, here's what's new from the Pachinki Underground. One of the biggest stories this week was the revelation that the devs intend to remove the Tommy gun from crate drops. During a live stream, PSMK revealed that the gun would spawn with a much reduced magazine size of 30 rounds and the ability to go up to 50 rounds with a drum attachment. Now, whether this is a new attachment or if it just means that the extended magazines will have a different look for the Tommy gun is yet to be announced. I'll link the clip in the show notes so you can see for yourself. I think this will be a welcome change for most players. The Tommy gun is probably the least desired crate weapon, and considering the risk of chasing crates, it was about time that they removed it. While this will increase the drop rate of the other crate-only weapons, it raises a couple of questions. When will the Car 98K be removed, and will there be another crate-only weapon announced to take the Tommy gun's spot? In tournament news, the Gamescom Invitational wrapped up last weekend, and there was a lot of good and bad that came from the event. Over 100,000 were watching the event simultaneously on Twitch, and the tournament generated a lot of buzz. But bugs, poor camera work, and the generally slow pace of the third-person perspective were some of the biggest complaints from players and viewers alike. While I personally prefer third-person, I agree with the general consensus that first-person provides more attention and creates more action because players can't just camp behind cover and wait for a victim to come sprinting around the corner. Some third-party tournament organizers have already announced that all of their future events will be first-person only, and I think Bluehole will likely go down this route as well. Another bit of news out of Gamescom came by way of an interview that PlayerUnknown had with Eurogamer. In it, he announces that the new desert map will actually be a full-sized 8km by 8km rather than the half-sized 4km by 4km map that had been previously suggested. He said, For 100 players, an 8x8 map just makes more sense and it gives more flexibility when we move on to custom games and things like that. So that eliminates some of the questions regarding circle size and timing, but raises concerns about the depth and variety of the map. Generating a map that is 64 square kilometers and far less water-based than the current map could mean that a lot of the buildings that we saw in the tease screenshot will be much less fully developed than they might be on a smaller map. After all, the processing power to render multiple floors in every one of the buildings that we saw, and more, would be staggering. This means we'll likely end up with six-story buildings that only have two or three floors accessible to the players. I was personally looking forward to a more vertical map with a tighter play area, but we'll have to wait and see what the devs end up doing with the new map when it releases. A bit of controversy that has sprung up recently is the reported prevalence of AFK farmers, especially in first-person squads. These players or bots sit in the plane until the end of its flight, drop slowly to the ground, and are then killed or simply stand around until the blue zone gets them. The reason for the recent uptick in AFK farming is the insane prices that some of the items from the crates are fetching on the Steam Marketplace. Some of the clothing sets are selling for over $200, and the white school skirt alone is listed at a minimum of $270. While this price is definitely down from the $400 mark that we saw a few weeks ago, the price drop can likely be attributed to an increase in supply caused by AFK farmers. The devs have reported that they are aware of the situation, and it makes me wonder what method they'll use to correct this. The problem with bots is that they can perform minor tasks, so an AFK timer wouldn't really solve the problem. Perhaps requiring the player to pick up some form of loot would be a better option. Bots would have a hard time navigating to nearby buildings, and thus the player wouldn't get any points. Don't be surprised if there's bans for this as well. It would be rather easy to see what accounts are in and out of 10 to 12 games an hour without any kills or interaction with the environment. Lastly, a bit of good news in the form of major milestones for Battlegrounds. Last week, the game officially overtook Dota 2 as the game with the most concurrent users online and also passed the 900,000 mark. At this rate, we'll probably pass a million within the month. PUBG also became the most watched game on Twitch in August, according to data company GameAloco. League of Legends had been the reigning champion as the most viewed game per month since the company began compiling data in 2014. PUBG garnered over 73.7 million hours of viewing time in August, compared to 71.9 million for League of Legends. 
While the Invitational likely had a large role in this bump of viewership, it's not an accomplishment to scoff at. And that's the news from the Pachinki Underground. Until next time, keep your radios on and check your corners. I'm Big Bad Voodoo, and I'll see you out there.